welcome to the Millionaire Mompreneur Project. Let's face it, life goes fast, and sometimes, no matter how hard you try, it's easy to slip from purpose-driven into autopilot. My name is Jessie harris Bowen. I am a mom of four, lifelong entrepreneur, and former professional 300-mile-per-hour race car driver turned certified life and business growth expert. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring stories and intentional advice to empower your thoughts and actions and finally create the life and income that you desire. So buckle up, sister, because we're about to get you back in the driver's seat. Welcome back, ladies, to the Millionaire Mompreneur Project podcast. I am so excited, as always, to talk to you today about the ripple effect. Yes, the ripple effect effect, meaning just like ripples will expand across water when an object is dropped into it, so will every choice you make has some sort of ripple effect, right? So recently I am on the heels of just closing up the enrollment for my one-on-one group coaching mastermind called the Women of Impact Network, where I am helping these ladies really implement the systems and the strategies and the automation that is necessary to help them up-level their business. It doesn't matter how great our brand is and how great our product or services are. At some point, you will only be able to grow your business so far. Believe me, I know I was a one-woman show for many parts of my previous businesses and it not only limited me in the way of how many people I could help and the income goals that I had, but more than that, it stretched me to the point where I couldn't keep up. There just weren't enough hours in the day. And then even if there were, I really was feeling overwhelmed and that I wasn't living the life that I wanted to live because I was so consumed with helping other people build their dreams while I was limiting mine and it just didn't feel right anymore. So what happened is I realized that the ripple effect my choices were leaving me with ended up backing me in a corner right? The effect that every choice I made was limiting me more and more and putting me in a place that I didn't want to be. So now the ripple effect that I insist on making in my life and in my business is with choices that help me uplift and help me live a life that's more in tune with my dreams. I mean, really think about it. Every single word you speak and action you take affects not only you, but other people. And it just never stops. I have seen a direct positive effect with this by now me no longer getting ticked off and flipping the person off that cuts me off in traffic, right? Now, yes, for half a second, my blood boils, but then I'm like, you know what? Be thankful that there was no accident. And more than that, send a little prayer up that someday this person will learn to be a little bit more aware on the road and then not flip me off when he's the one that cut me off. But then that ripple effect continues to extend because why? 
because my kids are in the car and they didn't see me scream profanities and physically like abuse the window as I'm trying to flip the guy off, right? Like, no, what they saw was a mom who was understanding that sometimes these things happen and a mom who was considerate of the fact that maybe it was an accident and a mom who instead of taking out her frustration on the other guy who couldn't even hear right through the car or on the steering wheel or on their little ears with you know the verbal profanities I could have used They saw a mom that took a hot moment and then shared the message with their kids to say a little prayer that we're thankful we're safe and that hopefully that person will learn to be more aware on the road. Which, guys, if you don't have kids, then you might not understand this, but speaking positivity into my relationships has been game-changing for me, especially in my marriage and my motherhood. And, you know, my kids by nature are very much like me, which means they have a short fuse. They are perfectionists. And since I can't change that, what I do focus on is showing them a new example, a new way of how we can have patience and we can speak positivity into ourselves and to others. And we can be proactive versus reactive. I mean, that is just a ripple effect that doesn't stop because hopefully my kids will live a better life than I did. I mean, it took me 30 something years to get here, guys. And then hopefully they'll teach their kids sooner and the ripple effect will keep going. Okay, now we're going to take this on a little side detour because I just think it's funny. But the doctor that I saw the other day to talk with about getting Botox. Yes, I mean, really vulnerable here, guys. And I know that some of you might, I don't know, think ill of me because I want to get Botox. But honestly, it was more of a proactive thing. So the way the doctor described to me Botox is he's like, listen, it's a ripple effect. The longer you let your skin go without Botox, the deeper the crevices and the lines get, right? Like it just keeps on going. And it made me laugh. He actually pulled out a piece of paper and he like kind of bent it gently with his hands. And then he kind of like went over that little bend a little bit harder. And then he used his nail to go over it again. And then he put it on the table and he like ran his nail and his pen over it three more times. And he's like, do you understand that the longer you let these fine lines and wrinkles go, the worse they get? And I was just like laughing because it was such a great analogy. Like, yeah, actually, I really got it when he said that. And he's like, you know, you're going to age. We can't stop that. But he's like, there's no reason you need to be aging that much in your face at this age. He's like, it's a little premature. Yeah, with what's going on with you. He goes, that being said is you could totally live with it forever. He's like, but why? You don't have to. So let's delay this ripple effect of the Botox. And it just makes me laugh, right? I mean, totally ridiculous analogy that I'm trying to use right now, but... It's the truth. So the other day I got this really nice email from somebody on Facebook. It wasn't really an email. Actually, it was a a message on Facebook. And it said, hey, I just wanted to let you know I just finished your book, The Rush Revolution. It was so great. I want to thank you so much for sharing your story. I could really relate. I bought a few books and gave them to a few of my friends. And I bought one for my daughter, And I would really love it if I could send it to you and have you sign it. She's about 15 years old, I think she said. 
and starting to go through some struggles in school, but she wants to be a professional race car driver, which I thought was like insane, right? So she's like, I couldn't believe it that your book obviously came to me for this reason because I needed my daughter who's going through some tough times right now to be able to resonate with someone but yet not have it be like, you know, your mom told you so, which made me laugh because it's true. All of our mothers tell us things when we're growing up and we're like, yeah, 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 you don't get it. When in reality, nope, they do get it because they were our age once. But anyways, she's like, She needs to hear your message of truly taking control of her life and her mindset and living her dreams now, whether it's ever as a race car driver or not, just knowing that she's good enough. And I was like, tears streaming down my face, reading this email, because I too was that girl not that long ago, 15 years old, totally feeling not good enough. And to know that my book was going to be put in the hands of this young girl and truly, hopefully, make a difference in her life was just ugh, amazing. But more than that, I sent her a note back. We've arranged everything. I'm not, she's not sending me the book. I'm actually sending her a brand new one that's written in and all that sort of stuff. But I asked her how she heard about me because she said she was like a new follower. She just followed me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm like, how did you hear about me? And she said that someone else in another Facebook group or something had brought my name up. And when she went and Google searched me, all my racing stuff came up before any of my mentoring stuff. And it was interesting because I live in such a small little world. Like I'm over here just doing my thing, right? I am super happy living my life, helping the people that I do in the world with my business But I kind of forget that sometimes maybe other people share me in other places. If they don't tag me, I just don't see it, right? And she was like, yeah, no, your name came up like several times inside these Facebook groups. And I was like, I have to check her out. And I was just like touched because it made me realize that I have obviously put something out that has created a ripple effect that's been a positive inspirational one to people who actually haven't even truly connected with me yet. And now it might sound like I'm tuning my own horn here, guys, but in reality, what I'm saying is I took that knowledge and just sat there in such a blessed state because I have this dream of inspiring a positive culture shift and helping over 1 million female entrepreneurs truly take control and create the life and income that they desire with their purpose-driven business. And it was just like a reality check for me that this thing I do believe is possible, but I think I still have some innate fear in me that maybe it just won't ever happen is happening already right now. The choices I have made, the things that I have shared, the things I've said, the things I've done have made a positive impact on others so much so that they have then started a ripple effect by sharing that out to others as well in a way to inspire them to go and create a life more in tune with their dreams. And still even now sharing this here on the podcast, I'm just like in awe. And it brings me to another silly story. But years ago when I was going to be moving out of one field in the racing industry into another which the first field was kind of like the 
top field you could go into in the smaller division. And then I was going to be moving up into the bigger division, right? And somebody said to me, why would you leave the little sea? This is another silly analogy, but they're like, you're the biggest fish in the little sea right now. You're on top of the world. You're the most requested race car driver at every track in the United States and then some. Why would you leave this and go over to be the littlest fish in the big sea? That just doesn't make sense. You can't possibly make as big a ripple over there as you can here in this little sea. You have the biggest waves over there. Your waves aren't going to be anything but a blip. Nobody's going to notice you. And I was like, oh, sister, which actually was a guy who said it to me. But I was like, uh, no, if you don't know me, first of all, I am competitive as all heck. But second of all, I was like, that's the problem. We all accept that less is more. Now, I'm not greedy by any means, okay? But I did have a desire to, again, be able to, back then, influence more people with the platform that I had as a professional race car driver, especially as the best in the field that I was in. And I wanted to prove to myself and to others that good enough didn't have to be good enough. There was no reason that my ripple effect couldn't get bigger and stronger and extend farther, even if I had to take a step back and start all over. And in reality, what happened as I moved over from the big fish in the little sea to become the littlest fish in the big sea is my ripple effect actually had already crossed seas before I ever did. Everybody was talking about me. Not very good, if we're being honest. There was a lot of people that were talking about me in the way like, okay, she's amazing. She's going to come over here and do great things. But did she really deserve it? Because it happened really quickly for me, right? Like I spent five years behind the wheel of this other car, became the winningest driver in that division. And I was moving up very fast into the top field of the energy drug racing world. And people were jealous. And the truth is, nobody really extended a hand I just worked with the right people and I was really naturally gifted at the same time as being a really great student, right? So I wasn't a know-it-all. And if we're being honest, a lot of the drivers out there thought they knew it all. It's the truth. And I knew I had a lot to learn and I was willing to just follow my instructor's orders to a T, so much so that like... If you understand drag racing at all, these cars go from zero to 300 in like four and a half seconds, okay? So that means in four and a half seconds, you have to leave the start line at over six G-forces and basically like, you know, be blind because that's what happens. (laughs) But you have to still stay focused and you have to shift your car with buttons and you have to move your feet with um, pedals and there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on in a really short amount of time, right? While your body's under a lot of distress. I could do moves in that car that were quicker than they would ask me to. So they would tell me to be really specific. And when I was about 600 feet down the racetrack, which by the way, friends, would happen in less than a second. It would happen in about one half second. I would have to make my first shift and then my second shift. And I would always do it right at the perfect spot. Not early and not late, 
not one tiny millisecond late or early and not one extra foot further on the racetrack. Like I was really good and I'm not afraid to toot my own horn about that because I earned it, right? Like I'm not saying I was good because I have an ego. I'm saying I was good because I worked really darn hard for it for a long time and I never stopped being a student. And that is what sparked a ripple effect in the big C before I ever got there. Not only were people jealous Okay, and worried that I was going to come in and maybe take one of their jobs or their sponsors, right? Because there was big sponsors, corporate sponsors that put money into our race teams of the likes of two to three million dollars per car. It was crazy. But also I was being talked about by teams as the driver that they wanted to have. So my ripple effect was so large that it wasn't like most new drivers who didn't make a name for themselves would come over and nobody really wanted them because they didn't really know what they were worth, right? Like everybody knew I was really good and everybody knew that I was the person who didn't close up shop and go back to my hotel early. I was the person that stayed up four, five, six hours late into the middle of the night, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., signing every last autograph, Okay. You might not know anything about professional race car driving, but not all, but many of the race car drivers in any of the racing industries like drag racing or NASCAR and so on, a lot of those drivers, they finish and they go right back to their hotel. And you know what? I can't blame them. They've had a long, exhausting day. They're tired. But I could never feel good about stopping early. I knew that those people paid money to be there And I respected them so dang much for supporting me that I wouldn't leave till every last signature was signed and every last picture was taken and my team and my boss and everybody would be yelling at me and basically begging me to come down off the signing tables. And I, I wouldn't, I never did. I never left early. And that sparked a ripple effect across the fan side of the racing industry. And that's why people were rooting for me before they even really knew who I was. They just knew people were talking about me, right? So I want to bring this all the way back to what I'm super passionate about, which is personal development, right? I credit all my personal development to my business development. It's why every piece of what I do has mindset at the core, right? I mean, you can look at all my podcast episodes, all of them about mindset first almost. Look at my book. It's about intentional living. Look at my next book that's coming out called Shut Up and Drive, A Purpose-Driven Roadmap to Get Out of Your Head and Claim Victory on Your Goals. Guys, this is not about chasing your dreams and your goals and money and lavish cars and whatever, right? Like you got to stop chasing all the things you want. This big business you want to build. I get it. I want to build it too, right? Like I just got done telling you about the ripple effect I want to create and influence the lives of 1 million female entrepreneurs. But I can't chase that. You know what I chase? I chase becoming the best version of myself every single day. I try to make sure that the choices that I make have a ripple effect on me living a better life, one that's healthier, one that's fitter, one that's full of positivity with a better marriage and a better motherhood and yes, better business. That means that I need to lead with love 
over fear. Because guess what? When you lean into that fear, the ripple effect you make is more fear. I have to lead with selflessness over selfishness, right? Sometimes, yeah, I do things that never get returned to me, or at least not right away. To be honest, I do believe that everything comes back around. What you give, you get. The law of attraction is real, but it just might not come back in the same form so you don't recognize it as much, right? But I believe in doing more for others. And guess what? That starts a ripple effect, not only in the fact that it encourages me to do it more often because it feels darn good, but that it encourages those other people that I do that with to pay it forward. I choose to not judge, but accept. I choose to focus on my blessings over my problems. I choose to focus on more of what I want and less of what I don't. All of this really does come back around to the law of attraction. And I know some of you are like, that is so woo-woo. But when I relate it to you in the way of the ripple effect, right? And the choices that you make, don't you see how the law of attraction is real? Don't you see that you are special and unique and make a difference not only in your life, but in the world? So what kind of difference do you want to see in your life and in the world? Because that's the kind of difference you have to make within yourself. Guys, I have a neighbor who's a jack monkey. Do you know what a jack monkey is? That's a nice term, okay, <laughs> for another bad word because <laughs> I have kids. He hates me. He hates me. He hates my husband. And, you know, it's it's really dumb. The reason he doesn't like us is simply because we don't allow him to have control over us, right? So he happens to be one of the developers. I, I, I don't even care. I don't care that I'm talking about this because I'm not saying anything bad about him, okay? But he's one of the developers of the parcels of land where I live, right? And so when we purchased our property to build our home on, he sold us on a lot of features that we were really excited about and told us, you know, in great detail, like walked us through the deed restrictions and we understood and we were okay with everything. However, we started doing some things that we knew we could do because there was nothing written about them in the deed restriction, but we still just wanted to like be kind and let him know we were doing it. And he was like, yeah, I don't really like that though. And I'm like, but what do you mean you don't like that though? And he's like, eh, I don't, I don't really like that. I don't want a fence like that in our backyard, you know? And actually, long story short here, let's, uh, let's be really here. He told me that I was not a good mom because I wanted to have a fence. If I was a good mom, I wouldn't need a fence. I would watch my children. Mind you guys, I have four kids and two dogs and I have woods in the backyard. So I think actually having a fence makes me a good mom because number one, I have a pool. Number two, I don't need animals coming in that could potentially harm my kids, myself, or my dog. And number three, because I have four kids, if one does get too close to the woods, should I just leave the other three alone by themselves and go save them? Or should I know that everybody's safe inside the fence, right? This isn't about the dang fence. This is about the fact that the guy decides he doesn't like us because we say, I'm really sorry you're unhappy and you don't like the fence. Is it about the color? Is it about this? What would, you know, maybe we could just change something to make you a little happier. But no, he just doesn't want a dang fence. So he decides to hate us. Now I send over Christmas cookies and Christmas cards every year. I wave to the man a hundred times. He will not wave to my kids, even if they're in the front yard. He's just a pretty, what seems to appear to be a miserable man. And it doesn't make sense to me. But you know what? I still teach my children to wave. I still teach my children to never speak ill. I mean, this is probably the worst I've talked about him, but I don't, 
I'm okay with it because we're real. Guys, I'm keeping it real with you. I hope you know that that's what I will always do. But the point is, is his ripple effect at one point did start to come over and fuse and leak into my happy little heart and soul. And then that had me kind of projecting some of that onto my kids because I wanted, like I, I did originally start to tell him like, he's a miserable man. He is just a miserable man. And I am so sorry that he doesn't understand how to be a moral man and teach you kindness and blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, oh, stop. That's so wrong. That's so wrong. That's so wrong. And it doesn't make me feel good. All it does is create bigger drama, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I totally reframe my mindset about it and everything's been fine ever since, right? However, the other day I'm sitting in my car talking to a different neighbor who all our other neighbors love us and they know that that guy doesn't like us and they tell him he's crazy, but whatever. So I'm talking to another neighbor and he pulls up to talk to the other neighbor and he like passes me by. Like he doesn't, you know, he won't acknowledge me. Like his car window is sitting right next to my car window on the road, parked in the road. And I look at him and I wave. And I say, hi, and he will not put his window down. He won't turn his head to look at me, nothing. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. Say goodbye to the other neighbor. I leave. The next day, the neighbor says to me and my husband that that man said he doesn't understand why we are so nice to him because he hates our guts. I can't write this stuff. Like I am just floored how I don't hate anybody. Like there's lots of people that, you know, have maybe hurt me in my life. I don't hate anybody. I don't. What good is hating, right? Like what good does that do? This guy hates my guts. That's what he told the other neighbor. And he hates my guts all because I put up a fence in my backyard that he didn't like the look of, which I tried to, you know, change the color or change the slats. Like what can I do to make you happy? Nothing was good enough. I'm all in the deed restrictions. There's nothing saying that I can't do this. It's not like I've gone against his rules. Anyways, The moral of the story here, my friends, is his ripple effect really started to take me down. And what I did was I took back control and I made my ripple effect hurt him. And it wasn't my intention, right? He is so bothered now that I and my family are so happy and so positive and still so kind to him. He's like, I don't understand why they're so nice to me. Well, you know what? I'd rather have that ripple effect than yours. And I'm proud of it. So we've talked about enough nonsense today, ridiculous analogies. But what I want you to remember, guys, is you can use the ripple effect to either do what, my friends? You know, to lead you closer to more of what you truly want, a life of fulfillment, or you can let that ripple effect tear you down. Be the ripple effect that touches other people's lives positively. Be the ripple effect that has, you know, a stranger from across the world be affected by a kind word from somebody who is either your neighbor or online, who then in turn turns around and delivers an act of kindness to others. Like that woman who's buying that book for her daughter and all of her friends, right? Make sure that you are leaving a ripple effect that not only puts a smile on your face, but everyone else's that then they can continue to share on with everyone else they meet. A long time ago, I remember reading something. It was a book like the six degrees of separation. I should have looked it up. Um, I never read the book. I just remember hearing about it. But it basically means that the world is smaller than we 
realize and that very often we are all separated by only six degrees, right? Or six people, which just makes you realize that we're all interconnected. But there's no possible way that what we do can't have an effect on others much further than we will ever know. And more than that, make sure that the ripple effect that you are leaving, guys, isn't just a little wave. Big waves. Make big, mighty waves that infect everyone else to want to put out big, mighty waves. Alone, we are strong But together, we are unstoppable. And I want to make waves with you, sister. I'm getting so excited to be launching something new for you guys very soon. And I just want to urge you to make sure that you're on my email list. That's it. Like, I'll put a link in the description. You can grab any one of my freebies. You can just join the email list. But um, some really exciting things are, are happening around here with myself and the Millionaire Mompreneur brand. And if you are really looking to simplify and get back to basics in life and business so that you can truly make a bigger impact with your brand while possibly, yes, my friends, working less and reaching more people and making more money, then I promise you, you are not going to want to miss what we are about to launch. So I want to ask you right now to please, while you're here, click subscribe and leave me a review. And more than that, take a screenshot while you're listening to today's episode, which was a little like crazy, but I'm just showing up like real life me guys. And That's what I want you to know is it will always just be a conversation. It might be a tutorial, but it's also a conversation. I don't have it all figured out if we're being honest, but I do have more purpose and excitement and freedom and joy in my life than I ever had. And it's all because I went all in on this way of building a business and I want it for you too. I promise you, it does not have to be as hard as you have made it. So tag me over on Facebook or Instagram. I'm at Jesse Harris Belton on every single platform. I would love to return the love and share you back out to my followers as well. Guys, have an amazing day and let's rally up the ripple effect.